0: Hello, dear ones. I am here to let you know that we have new merch, and it is very exciting. You can now get stickers, pins, and magnets that say Queer IRL Witch on them, so run don't walk to thegailyprofit.com where you can purchase these things for 13% off with the promo code queerwitches because you're a queer witch which is why you need a pin sticker or magnet that says queer IRL witch on it look at how logical all of this is Hermione would be so proud I also want to let you know that we will be doing a limited run of a very special t-shirt inspired by this episode that you're listening to right now. I'm not going to tell you what it is yet because I don't want to spoil the amazing moment that inspired the t-shirt. I will tell you though that all of the proceeds from the t-shirt are going to benefit from the neutral zone which is a teen center in the city where our guest this week lives that does really incredible work with the queer community and is just super rad so those t-shirts will be printed based on how many are ordered they'll be available for one month we will announce them on social media the day that this episode goes up today so look for them there And definitely purchase them because it's for a good cause and I promise you that they're really funny and you're going to love them. Okay, great. Thanks. Bye.
1: I'm over here reading my gay shit. It's not that hard to understand and it costs exactly zero dollars and zero cents to respect people. Oh no, yeah, (laughs) I'm the school gay because I say it so much nothing i do is for a straight man i i hate bi erasure but i'm totally okay with peter erasure
0: hello and welcome to the gaily prophet a podcast for two queer irl witches reread harry potter and talk about it except right now that's not what's happening (laughs) It's Pride Month, and in a continuation of our Pride Month interview series, we are here with an interview, but before we get to that, as always, I am America's favorite Griffin Dandy, Lark Malachi Gray.
2: And I am Griffin Dike extraordinaire, Jesse Blount, and yes, we are doing some Pride Month interviews, interrupting your regularly scheduled programming to bring you things that are even more gay. Yes.
0: (laughs) Things that are actually contextual like gay without you having to read the subtext (laughs) just straight up gay
1: (laughs) oh no yeah i'm the school gay because i say it so much so
0: so who are you who who just said that
1: um i'm kaylee i go by she her hers and i'm 16 um i'm a hufflepuff Like, I took the test three times today to double-check, and I got all Hufflepuffs, so. Wait, did
0: you make three different Pottermore accounts to take it three times? No.
1: (laughs) Maybe. You did, didn't you? You (laughs) can only take it once per
0: email address. Oh my god, you're a hero. This is the applauding audience. I need to double-check. No, I feel you. I I did the same thing. One oh, time I got so Slytherin, and I was like, what kind of mood am I in right now?
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I did it like twice, and I was like, why do I keep getting Gryffindor? Yeah. And I was like, alright, I guess. It's
0: because you're a Gryffindor, <laughs> even though, by all other measures, you're a Ravenclaw. Who knows? I
2: know.
1: I mean, Hermione should have been in Ravenclaw, but... Yeah. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are.
0: Yeah, so, listeners, Kaylee is someone that I used to nanny. I've known her since she was five.
1: This is going to get embarrassing. It's
0: it's (laughs) not. I'm not going (laughs) to... Kaylee's really rad. She's been rad since she was five. I'm not going to tell any embarrassing stories about her. But we'll probably reference some things from those those years at some point.
2: Uh,
0: We never read Harry Potter together. (laughs)
2: Look, I feel like in general, you have some pretty great slash horrifying <laughs> uh, nannying stories. <laughs> and only horrifying, not just because of... Anyway, a variety of nannying stories that I very much enjoy. So,
1: Like that time we tried to dye my hair pink.
2: That wasn't horrifying. Did it not work
0: out? I don't remember. It
1: didn't work <laughs> out. It, like, I had spikes in my hair for a little while, and then we washed it out and none of it stayed, and I got very sad.
0: Oh, that's right, because <laughs> we couldn't bleach it. Let's see. So I'm hearing an echo of jesse my guess is that it's coming through kaylee's headphones
1: sorry i can like put my volume you, down a little bit if that doesn't yeah begin.
0: that yeah if you turn down what you're hearing in your headphones as long as you can still hear us that should help
1: okay let me turn it up one more because i'm like deaf at this point
0: <laughs> listening to all that
1: rock and roll music it's <laughs> standing next to the speakers while i'm DJing.
0: <laughs> oh yeah so wait to what
2: to wait no yeah time so out. your tell about us DJ? about
0: yourself needs to include like who you are and what you do for sure
1: okay um hi i dj <laughs> um i dj so there's a teen center downtown in arbor called the neutral zone and it's like there's a variety of things there's like uh music writing visual arts just a wide variety of arts things and then there's also like how to be an adult properly and then there's like drop-in where you can eat free food and stuff but within all that there's a DJ program and that's where I am and I've been DJing since freshman year so about three years Um, and it has led to a lot of hearing loss.
2: you should get some earplugs
1: most likely but will (laughs) i ever probably not
2: hashtag gay aunt um (laughs) yeah no you (laughs) really should
0: speaking as an adult who is married to someone who was like i don't need to wear hearing protection around all these power tools and now is like oh, no, we're in a space where other people are talking. I literally can't hear anyone, and it's, like, really <laughs> sad. Get some, get some earplugs, please.
1: It gives the me an excuse God. to not pay attention in class, though. Like, if they ask me what the teacher just said or something, I could be like, I couldn't hear you.
0: Kaylee Rose, <laughs> get some earplugs. I,
2: I just hear some ringing. Could you repeat that slower? You should just skip me. Just skip me.
0: Uh, but you you DJ like events and stuff and get paid for it, right?
1: Uh, yes. So I went on like a little hiatus for a little while because DJing in front of people gives me anxiety. Because that's a lot of people relying on you to actually make good noises come out of the speakers. So I took a little hiatus, but I DJed the Queer Prom at Neutral Zone about two or three weeks ago. And then promptly went to a concert after that, so my hearing was gone gone um and then I'm hosting live on Washington which is like this block party but um, <laughs> I'm gonna be hosting it with two of the other djs in the dj program
0: so that's so
2: rad Yeah, that is pretty that's really cool
1: it's fun um, but I still have to download all the music and I haven't gotten started on that you're gonna be fine there's so much music.
2: <laughs> yeah, if you if you have that like on SoundCloud or something, we can definitely link it on our social media. Cause we should totally do that. Cause I I wanna hear your I wanna hear a playlist. It sounds great. So
1: <laughs> yes, Yeah, please. I have all of my stuff on Spotify because I am Spotify's minion at this point, I guess.
0: Great. We'll definitely link to it. That's really exciting. Um so speaking of Queer prom, you're queer.
1: I am so queer. <laughs> I am pansexual, but at this point I'm just the school gay, which is fine. You know, I get to adopt the tiny little baby gays.
2: I, I'm about to say, alright, there's not neither gay, like queer kids at your school?
1: Oh, there's plenty of them. I'm just, oh, hi, Matti. I'm just one of the only ones that like I'm pretty big about my sexuality. You're the queerest. Point. So Yeah. I mean, I don't really look queer if you look at me from far away. There's a cat eating plastic. Um Oh. <laughs> but if you like talk to me for about point five seconds, you can probably tell that I'm some sort of queer.
0: Yeah. I'm a that's where very proud we're at. Godparent. Um <laughs> I, I take 40% responsibility for your queerness. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Rad. So, let's see. We're here today to talk about your generation and how you relate to media. And obviously we're going to sort of like connect that to Harry Potter because uh, this is a Harry Potter podcast, but it doesn't have to like stay rooted in Harry Potter Cause we're also a, whatever happens is where this conversation goes. <laughs> podcast.
1: That's, that's valid. That's like just me in general.
2: I was just gonna say, I'm actually really excited, Kaylee. Cause I'm kind of for me and Lark had a, I feel like had a very different sort of the way that like, since like the internet was like 2.0 and like the way that there was all like queer media was like basically still underground is like maybe much different than like, what you and your peers are like experience gay media, so I'm actually like intensely curious. I don't, I just don't know what <laughs> well, that is like get me to be with able all like
1: your questions.
2: Go onto Tumblr and be like gay people everywhere. <laughs> you know so, Oh yeah, anyway.
1: Tumblr is probably where I'm gayest. and like I've adopted about nine, well, I have an entire family from that I just all met on Tumblr, and we're all gay in some way or another. And then I have a tiny child who lives in Australia, and they are oh one God. of my favorite people. This is
2: I love great. it so much.
1: <laughs> so good. Okay.
0: Uh, so can you tell us about like your relationship with Harry Potter?
1: Okay, so I attempted to read Harry Potter in I think fourth grade, and I gave up on it five pages in because I was like, "This is boring." Um, and then, um, about two years later, I was in fifth or sixth grade, I would have been in sixth grade, and I could not sleep, and it was, like, midnight, so I was chilling in my bathroom, just on the tiles, you know, like you do, and I picked up the book, and I started reading it, and then I f- got, like, through the fourth book by the end of sixth grade, and then my parents made me stop, so... I finished reading it in 7th and 8th grade.
0: Oh, because the subject matter so. got too intense?
1: Gotcha. Yeah. 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 Um, and, like, Harry Potter always has a special place in my heart just because it was the first book that was like, am I allowed to swear? Yes.
0: Wait, you've okay. listened to the <laughs> podcast, right?
1: <laughs> I have. I, just, I still wasn't quite sure, but, um, like, it kind of resonates with me because the entire book is literally talking about... Fuck the government. It's corrupt as hell. Don't be a dumbass. Um, I mean, Harry was kind of a dumbass, but, you know, he had Hermione to balance him out. But it just, like, it's like a little coming-of-age story, and I could relate to Harry a little bit in the aspect of, like, him being a wizard, and that was, like, kind of taboo in his family, and being queer is definitely not taboo in this family, like, Everyone's gay here. Um, But, you know, it's still like there are still struggles with coming out and trying to figure out who you are as a person that I could relate to Harry. Like his entire world was flipped upside down when he found out he was a wizard. And when I figured out that I found girls as equally attractive as guys, that kind of like flipped my worldview for a little bit. Because then I realized that me planning my wedding with my best friend in kindergarten was not that straight (laughs) yeah that's like it's just I don't agree with Rowling on a lot of shit like the only thing that's canon at this point is her books but I do like I'm grateful to her for writing these stories and like making them come to life and they just brought me like a lot of friends and a lot of good fanfics to read when I couldn't sleep and so it was just nice and they always made me feel warm and it was like a new topic I could broach with people who I hadn't talked to before because most everyone in middle school had read Harry Potter.
0: It was the best answer. <laughs> Thank
2: you. I feel like I still use Harry Potter to try to talk to people but I feel like more often than not someone's like I have not read it and I'm like but it's a cultural phenomenon. I feel like at this point And then I'm like, never mind.
1: I feel like at this point, like it's like you can't be part of the LGBT community and like I realize this sounds like I'm gatekeeping, but this is more or less a joke. But like at some point or another you've read Harry Potter, you've read Percy Jackson and you've gone through your mythology phase. Like that's just always happened. <laughs>
2: H. I mean, I feel like, I mean, queers love Harry Potter, that's all I gotta <laughs> yeah. say.
1: way like... too easily. Like, a lot of them, a lot of people can relate to Harry's living situation way too easily. Which yeah. I think makes it a lot easier to connect with the books.
0: I think you have to put Buffy on that list.
1: Oh my bad, yeah. Buffy too. Sorry, I yeah. I was not a Buffy person.
0: You'll get there eventually, oh, I you promise. <Yeah>. Okay, so a question I think that Jesse and I have is like, so when you were in, I actually have like a billion questions from what you just said. And I wanna, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna type for a second so I so that I get to all of them. Okay, actually, let's start, Jesse. Something that you said you wanted to ask about was like, uh, like online Harry Potter stuff, and Kaylee, you mentioned fanfic, so. Um, Jesse, will you ask your question? Do
2: you want to talk a little bit about whatever kind of online, like Harry Potter fandom you were part of and like how you got into that? And I just kind of want to know a little bit more about that. Tell us about your experience with the like online Harry Potter community.
1: (laughs) So when I was like really big on Harry Potter, I wasn't like, I didn't really have an online presence like on Tumblr or anything. I attempted and just kind of gave up halfway through, but Uh, I think my biggest thing was fanfiction, and I didn't write any, like, I don't know, I've tried to write fanfics, but it just didn't, like, go over well, and I kind of lost interest a little bit, but reading them, like, I could devour, I devoured a 200-chapter, 150k-word fanfic in about two days.
2: Okay, so, this is, this is a judgment-free zone. I actually both... I both read and write fanfiction. Patreon subscribers can get my uh, AO3 account handle, but no one else. <laughs> Ooh, that's fancy. Uh, but, yeah, no. I I love Harry Potter fan fiction because I feel like the way people have taken the Harry Potter universe and expanded upon it and, like, enriched it is, like, one of my favorite things about yeah. Harry Potter. Yeah,
1: so I didn't, like... I was, like, a, an anonymous reader. I didn't really leave any comments or anything, but, like, I would read them, and I started reading fanfics when it was fanfiction.net that you read them all on. I
2: mean, which still exists. Which still but exists, yeah. but,
1: like, most people go to AO3 now. Um, for the longest time, I refused to use it just because I thought the formatting was weird, but then I tried to write a uh, <laughs> .net fanfic the other day, and it I could not. It was terrible. Yeah. No shade on net, but still i mean i think shade. all the
2: shade it's like i've been around for like you've been around for like 15 years you can upgrade your user interface to make it not terrible Please. <laughs> like ao 3 like is not like that hard i'm i'm about to date myself i've been like involved in online fandom since like 2008 so i've not 2008 sorry 1998 <laughs> Um, and I've seen a lot of ways that people used to archive fan fiction, and Ao3 is like top notch. So.
1: Ao3 is where it's at, yeah. but uh, so I um, I used to read a, I still do read a shit ton of fanfic, probably more than normal. It's, I just find fanfiction to be a lot more fulfilling than actual books at this point, because, like. I can't find a book, I probably could if I looked hard enough, but I can't find a book that's 150,000 words about two people being gay with each other, and that's just fluff. Like, you, but you also, like, that shit just is not around. And one of the nice things about fan fiction is their, people just take their ideas and run. And they supply all this content for free. So I get to read this amazing writing for free. And all they want me to do is shower them with compliments, which I already do on a regular basis. So for me, it's just like, it's such an amazing part of fandom culture to read fanfics. And I can understand why there's some like people who are like, but why but I can just answer like, I'm over here reading my gay shit. You can go read your heteronormative
2: shit. (laughs) <laughs> um since this is relevant to our podcast like what what kind of harry potter fan fiction do you read mm. like
1: so i need to get back per- into harry potter fan fiction but
2: uh, oh, you used to there read, was, was guess,
1: this anyway. one so there was this one and it's a trilogy and it was on .net, and each fucking book like I'm calling it a book because those bitches were over two hundred thousand words and they had like a hundred chapters each. And I've reread them so many times. But so it was a next gen fanfic following Victoire and Teddy and they were together and like just the entire Weasley and Potter and Malfoy family and it was so I just like I'm gonna start crying because I love it so much. It's better than the Harry Potter series. I'm gonna just say it now. It's better than <laughs> Harry Potter. I love it so much.
0: Okay, so we're gonna get a list of your your fave fanfics, some some um, links to put in our <gasps> show yeah. notes, and
2: then after record, uh, Kaylee, I have like one amazing queer fanfiction. If you haven't read that, you should. Bet. I'm.
1: I'm always down for a good queer fan fiction. Um, so
2: like, yeah, I mean, yes, I, I I love fan fiction. I've definitely read some Harry Potter stories that's like expanded on the world in a way where I'm like, I wish this was canon. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I'm also curious just because I feel like a lot of, I feel like I've seen definitely a lot of like published YA fic that is still like hella gay, you know? Oh yeah. It's,
1: it's like definitely becoming like, there's more YA fan fiction that's definitely hella queer, But most of those are, like, slice of life or, like, fluff kind of pieces. And fanfiction provides, like, I'm reading a zombie AU, and it's hella gay. There's a dystopian one, still gay. And they include, like, trans, non-binary, ace, like... The published ones tend to be gay... Uh, lesbian or bi and there's not even enough lesbian or bi it's mostly just gay and it's mostly slice of life or fluff or like coming of age stories and like the ones I can find that are written by queer people for queer people about a thing that I follow can cover like it can be a slice of life and I love my slice of life fix those are adorable and wholesome and make me cry sometimes but then there's like ones that cover dystopian or, like, magical realism or just out-of-this-world AUs that you could never find, like, in a regular bookstore. And it's gay. And it's (laughs) inclusive. It's not just, like, two men that kiss. It's, like, two men that kiss, but also there's a poly relationship with a trans guy too. And also
2: fighting zombies or something, right.
1: Defeating zombies. Well, there's like relationship stuff going on in the background. And it just covers a lot more ground than I could probably find in you a book. Trans fiction
2: is pretty pretty amazing. Lark, you had a list of questions. So, <laughs> I
0: do. Oh, I have a question just about this which is so, you know, from From the perspective of me and Jesse, who are, like, in our early 30s, we're, like, you know, the media out there right now is, like, so much gayer than anything Mm -hmm. that we had access to, right? Like, literally, when I was a teenager, like, the gay things that I engaged in were, like, Buffy I saw but I'm a cheerleader and like like I knew that like Will and Grace existed and that the L word existed but like that those weren't my like I I want like fantasy and like that's not like the genre of things that I engage in and so like I didn't watch them yeah um I just knew that they were there and so to me I'm like oh my god you know like you have carry on and like, you have. I don't know if you've read like Ash is like a lesbian retelling of like Cinderella and like.
1: Well, read. Yeah, it.
0: I'll I'll send you a list. <laughs>
1: Sweet, I love Cinderella retellings. I love like Disney princess retellings. Those are some of my favorite books, ever.
0: Yeah, and so the you know it's out there, and I think so. Uh, I I have like Autostraddle releases a list like every year of um, like queer YA that's coming out and stuff like that and I usually read a couple things on that especially if they're fantasy because um, that's mostly all I want to read is fantasy that's why we make a Harry Potter podcast yeah. <laughs> um, so that exists but like it's it's still not a lot and like you like I don't know of any like you know trilogies or like you know series that are coming out like the fact that there's a carry-on sequel coming out is like make my brain explode (laughs) um and so I guess listening to you talking about it where you're like the things that I have access to are sort of these like you you were like it's like a slice of life or it's like coming of age stories and I want to say that Is, like, what that means to you, it's, like, it's formulaic? Like, is that accurate? Like, it's very much just, like, the same story over and over, but with different characters.
1: Yeah, like, Simon versus the Homeosapien, that one. The um, Love, Simon movie, but make it a book. Um, Yeah. Like, that's kind of just the baseline for...
0: I mean for YA in general cuz I feel like that was true that has been oh, true. Yeah.
1: Like to all the boys I loved before follows more or less the same formula.
0: Right. Which is why things like Harry Potter were like are so special and I think got such a following is because like yeah, we had access to like 700 stories that were like basically the same story. And so now it sounds like what you're experiencing is that that's still the case, but yeah. now some of them are gay. Which doesn't make it any better because it's still just the same boring coming of age story over and over again. Yeah,
1: which is kinda like like why I like fanfiction slice of life more than book slice of life, because on fanfics, maybe some of them follow the same guy like story base, but you can also find a ton that kinda have the same, like, kind of vibe, but follow completely different tropes
0: yeah so, so that was yeah that was my question you answered it it was like what so like what you find in fan fiction is that like you get the genres that you want like you get the gayness that you want but you get you get more options for exactly.
1: what
2: it looks like
1: exactly like I found this great barista AU people favorite. love
2: their coffee shop AUs
1: <laughs> but like this was a coffee shop AU but make it vampires
2: okay I would read that
1: So, like, I can find that. I can find a college AU that centers around vampires, werewolves, and fairies. So, like, I just find that a lot more fun. Although the classic barista AU is always a special place in my heart just because it's so cliche and adorable.
2: Yeah, I feel like every fandom, even tiny fandoms, will have, like... I once read a very long... Mad Max Fury Road Coffee Shop AU, which is actually one of the exceptions to my coffee shop AU rules. So <laughs> that's
1: great. Yeah. That's wonderful.
0: So then the other question that Jesse had brought up earlier was like and and you mentioned briefly, like you have this like Tumblr family. Um so like what what are those connections that you make with people? Like you said, you know, Harry Potter is sort of this like universal language that you can use to connect with people. Like how, this is a very amorphous question. We keep asking you these very broad
2: questions.
0: (laughs) Say whatever comes to mind.
1: Okay. So I originally started my Tumblr last year uh, and I used it for writing because I wanted to do NaNoWriMo, which is a writing challenge for those of you who don't know where you try and write 50,000 words in the month of November I reached 45,000 words of lesbian fluff. Um, that's impressive. <laughs> that's
2: really... That's yeah, honestly that's very impressive. Yeah. I just want to take a moment to be like, <laughs> that's hard as fuck, and I'm very impressed. Thank uh-huh.
1: you. Thank you. I was very proud of it. It reads like a fanfic, but like one of those really cliche kind of crappy ones. But I was like, I wrote it. It's mine. Um, but my blog is slowly turning into a K-pop blog. <laughs> um. <laughs> And just shit posting personal blog in general. Like, I had to make a separate blog where I could repost pictures and fanfics of my K-pop boys just because it got so overwhelming. And <laughs> I'm not mad. I follow them for a reason. But um, I could deviate into a whole reason why I love K-pop so much. But anyways, so I found, I have like, I have a shit ton of friends on Tumblr. And most of them come from the K-pop fandom. And one of them, I found a link to a Discord just for people who like Stray Kids, which is my favorite group, like just of all time overall. Their recent music video was just them taking over a government. So like... Oh my god! Incredible. I love them so much. I could go on a rant about why they are amazing human beings and deserve the world, but that's not why we're here. But (laughs) So I clicked on the link and it just took me to this thing where there were like 50 people just on a discord and slowly it whittled down to about nine of us. And so we just created a new group chat for the nine of us. And it got to the point where now we have two moms and we like, We've got our little poly relationship in there. They're really cute. Um, there's three of them and just like two younger siblings and there's like me and there's, and we're all queer in one shape or form, although we have one straight person. We have the token straight person. <laughs> I
2: was, <I> was literally <laughs> going to say you're a token straight person. <laughs>
1: so but... They'll come
0: out in a year or two. Don't worry about it. <laughs>
1: But the entire, like, the entire group chat was founded just because we like this one group. And now we have a family. And that just, like, occurred. And they're some of my favorite people in the world. And then, like, two of my other best friends who I met, I met one of them because she was writing this fanfic that I thought was amazing. And I loved it. And so I hit her up and I was like, hey, I love your fic. And she actually DM'd me back and I was like kind of shook. But we ended up, we kept talking and like she had another friend that apparently loves me, like my blog, but I didn't know. And then she sent me screenshots and it was this whole thing. But now it's just like we have a WhatsApp because they live in Denmark and Croatia. So we just have a WhatsApp where we chat each other all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's another one of my favorite things. And then I have my child. And um they live in Australia and we've just been messaging back and forth for a little while. And again, my favorite people. I met them all through K pop and like they've changed my life for the better. So
0: So I just like this is totally irrelevant to everything we're talking about, but I would just like according to like our um social media statistics our listenership is like in the 25 to 35 range like almost 95 percent um and i feel like people in our age group really like to be like the internet generation it's like ruining everything and like get really uppity about like leaving social media and like whatever and i'm always like i don't know the internet saved a lot of people in our generation and I'm pretty sure that like the queer youth of the future are like changing the world because of the internet and I would just like to like use everything that you just said as evidence for that. I'm just like stating it on this podcast. You just provided us with like very solid evidence that everyone needs to fuck off social media is great. Yeah,
1: if I like I can talk about my <laughs> friends online and I can sell a really well traveled I can be like, Oh yeah, I was talking to my friend from Denmark and or my friend from Croatia <laughs> or my friend from Australia. I have a friend in England. like I have friends from literally all over the world. I sound like I travel all the fucking time, but I don't. I just use my phone and- so when
0: you do your like obligatory like post high school graduation like European tour, you're already going to be like set with people to go visit. Yes,
1: so funny story. After I graduate, I'm putting a separate fund right now to save up for this. I'm going to be leaving the U.S. for a year and just fuck off wherever I want to go. And I've already been planning on visiting a bunch of them (laughs) and been making plans. Um, And then I'm probably going to go live in South Korea for a little bit or something and teach ESL. That's awesome. So we'll see how that goes.
2: Jesse, are you good? Technology
1: curse alert.
2: Hi. My internet just freaked out for a minute, I think.
0: Okay. Well, you're good.
2: Probably grab my black tourmaline and put it in my computer again, probably. I
0: can't believe you don't have your black tourmaline (laughs) on your computer.
2: (laughs) You know that we need
0: that.
2: (laughs) I'll get some salt, too. I don't know. Just sprinkle it on the keys. That'll work.
0: Yeah, I have uh, two black tourmaline and a uh, what's this? Fluorite. It's a rock. oh my god <laughs> what kind of queer are you
2: you, you need to know about some of your rock. crystals you know
1: listen i know about the rose quartz and the ruby okay i also know about bismuth but only because it looks really gay and the acronym is bi
0: <laughs> um can i ask you a question yes related to gayness guess, and, and biness uh and not really to Harry Potter at all but so you said you identify as pan and for folks our age pan <laughs> is usually code for straight but we want to have threesomes and wait. i don't think oh, wait, that no. that's the case
2: yes cover up that not lol not all pan people
0: <laughs> yeah, no I... <laughs>
2: I don't want to alienate any of our any of our pan listeners who are like, "What <laughs> no, the no, no, fuck? No,
1: no. <laughs>
0: and I don't think it should be. That just is often the case. And I don't think that that's true for people in your age group. And I'm curious about well, like yeah. what what to you like pan versus bi versus queer. Like what about pan feels right to you?
1: Okay, so I tend to use bi, pan, and queer just interchangeably, and gay, but that just usually tends to be an umbrella term, although I don't think my friends really realize that 100%, so they're going to be very surprised if I show up with a boyfriend, Uh, (laughs) but to me, like, I went through the phase of, I'm lesbian, no, I'm bi, no, I'm gay, no, I'm, so I went through that whole wobbly road thing. But I decided on pan finally just because I feel ve- I feel better when I give myself like a label, sort of. Like, I don't like other people giving one to me, but if I can definitive be like, I am this, then I'm just like, okay, we're good. But I kind of settled on pan because I was scrolling through Instagram at one point, and I saw this definition that said pansexuality means you like someone based off their personality and not what's in their pants or what they identify as. And that just resonated with me because I don't really give a fuck what gender or sexual orientation you are. I mean, if you're a straight girl, then I mean, but it's for me, it's just like, I don't care how you identify I mean, like, if that's important to you, then yeah, that's going to be important to me, but it's not my defining factor for why I like you. Um, And bisexuality to me is more like one or two, like two different genders or something like that, but sometimes like, there's a lot of stigma associated with bi and a lot of people don't know what pan means, so for me it's like, what do I feel like explaining today? So sometimes I'll be like, I'm bi, because I don't want to explain to someone what it means to be Mm. pan. And sometimes I'll say, I'm pan, because I don't want to deal with someone stigmatizing me as bi. So um, it's really just a toss-up for me. That makes sense. And I think think they can be used interchangeably at this point. Like, they kind of sort of mean the same thing. But there's, like, also things that differentiate them a little bit.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, and there's a lot going on right now you know like always like bisexual erasure and like we're going to talk about bisexual erasure with James Potter this month during <laughs> during our <laughs> pride Ooh. stuff um yeah he was uh, totally yeah. bi bi yeah. and poly and like everyone just wants to be like
2: you don't have that many ga- you don't have that many queer friends without being queer yourself
0: right i mean like for real it's like everyone's like oh it was james and lily and Sirius and Remus and it's like before it was james and lily it was james and sirius and remus and like probably peter but like we don't understand because he's evil and so he's just written out of like his like the brothers.
1: Yeah, i i hate by erasure but i'm totally okay with peter erasure <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes that's our new that's a new hashtag. So when we talk <laughs> about the marauders. We're going to use the audio clip of you saying that so much when we get to the third book. I just want you to know that.
0: I know. New audio clip.
2: Yes. Please.
0: Holy fuck, was so good. Um Oh my god, I'm dead. Okay. <laughs> um Anyway, so, yeah, and, you know, like, it's Pride Month, and, like, even already just today, it's, like, happy Pride. Like, bisexual doesn't mean just two genders and, like, all of that. And so, but, like, I totally feel you that, like, bi feels like a very constricting term, especially if you're someone who's, like, there's way more than just two
1: genders. Yeah, and for me, it's not just that. It's also just my ex-girlfriend identified as bi. But it was one of those things where she was, like, you, I dated her for about a week, and I was like, you're not actually into girls, are you? And so there's, like, that whole thing with straight girls saying they're bi because men find women kissing other women hot. And, like, I don't really want to be associated with that because nothing I do is for a straight man because fuck them. <laughs> So for me, it's just kind of like, I tend to prefer pan or queer or even gay just because I don't want to be that one girl who's obviously kissing other girls just because men find it hot.
0: God, I wish that wasn't still an issue.
1: But it is. And it sucks because there's so much stigma around it.
2: I feel like part of the reason why I still identify as bi is just to kind of be like, it's like kind of a fuck you to people who are like, oh, you're not really. And I'm like...
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um one of the reasons I'm okay with gay is because at least people don't think I'm straight.
2: <laughs> Which is really the most important thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I just can't wait, like I'm gonna be dating a dude and I'm gonna come into school and they're gonna be like, Kaylee, you're dating someone? What's her name? And I'm gonna be like, His name is Chad. I just thought of the straightest wordest name. For
0: the love of God, <laughs> don't date
1: a Chad. I don't think I could. I don't think I could bring myself to date a Chad. His name is. Wait, no, Doug is even straighter.
0: It's okay. We don't need to name your future cis dude boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, no, I feel you. I one of my favorite shirts that Autostraddle makes is the one that says "Still bisexual after all these years" because everyone likes to tell you that it's a face you know yeah Yeah. like you'll choose one
1: of my least favorite things about buy erasure is like if i date a guy people are gonna be like oh you're just straight and if i date a girl people are gonna be like you're a gay i'm like but consider i could be dating a girl and still look at a guy and be like damn right it's not that hard to understand and it costs exactly zero dollars and zero cents to respect people so (laughs) to believe
0: them when they tell you what they are
1: Yeah, it's not your place to judge them. They're not hurting you in any way. And yet... (laughs) People are still the And yet, here we are.
0: Okay, so leapfrogging from identities to our, like, Patronus research that we're doing. um, We're we're conducting a study to find out the ways that people's Patroni intersect with, or not intersect, but, like, relate to their identities, basically. Yeah. and, like, how how that, like, symbolic representation of yourself, like, relates to, you know, the most important things about you. And so I don't know if you have an answer for that, but if you do, we'd love it.
1: Well, I took the Pottermore test, and they gave me a dolphin. However, I tend to relate to Black Panthers more, so I kind of just settle down and say that that one's my patronus and I appreciate JK Rowling for attempting to figure (laughs) out my patronus but she's not apparently doing the greatest job Uh. um so I kind of just have settled on Black Panther is my spirit like I did a actual journey with um a woman and she was like your spirit animal is a Black Panther and I was like bet so that's where it's gotten me now I mean, it was a lot more involved and detailed and
0: with some like an indigenous practitioner.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Where do we land on that? If you're assigned a spirit animal by a native person and you're white, do you get to say spirit animal?
2: I don't know. I feel like no. (laughs) I don't know. I
0: I also still feel like no. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: My Patronus is a Black Panther. There we go. We'll just stick with that.
0: Yeah, spirit animal is definitely an off-limits term yeah. for non, non-native non people.
1: And I am whiter than snow. <laughs> um,
0: okay, so what about the Black Panther, like, resonates with you? And, like, how do you, like, f- for you, like, how does that relate to things like your queerness or, like, whatever else like you know if someone was like describe yourself the words that you would use to describe yourself what about the black panther like does mm-hmm. does that for you
1: okay so for me black panther's like i just relate to cats in general because they're cats and i too enjoy frolicking in warm patches of sunlight <laughs> and taking naps and letting people pet my head um but also in the fact that like black panthers are very like sleek and fluid and I relate to the fluidity part because pan Um I'm still so mad sorry this is really off topic but I saw this joke earlier that someone said I'm coming out of the pantry and
2: I'm so mad that I never <laughs> thought of that before that is actually <laughs> really funny it's so funny I
1: know it's so much better than the fried pan jokes why did I think of that anyways <laughs> um, for me like Black Panthers are just, like, they seem very calm and collected, and just, like, I like to think that I'm calm and collected. Um, Nothing kind of phases me at this point. It makes it easier for, like, people to come out to me and for people to be like, hey, I think I'm X. And I can be like, bet, what should I refer to you as? And it also makes it easier for people to ask me questions that might sound offensive, but they're genuinely curious about um, because I can be like, actually, no, what you just said is actually really offensive. Or I can be like, yeah, so let me explain it to you so you can understand why that might be offensive. So it's just like I relate to the fluidity of a Black Panther and I just relate to how kind of chill they seem, but they'll also attack you Mm -hmm. really badly if you hurt something that they love. And yeah, I feel like that one's kind of self explanatory.
0: That's a really good so. answer. Yeah. Thank you. Rad. Okay. So that's my list of questions. Do you have questions left, Jesse?
2: I don't actually.
0: Do you have anything else that you want to talk about, Kaylee? No. Great. I think that's I think we're good. I mean this is, I feel like we got into like a lot of really good stuff. So if you guys feel good, then I feel good. Yeah. I didn't tell any embarrassing stories about you.
2: (laughs) We just talked about fanfic, which this is so silly. I feel a little bit embarrassed about like saying that on the podcast. I mean, it's like...
1: I do too.
0: So let's use that to transition to our outro, which we'll start with. Do you want to be found by our listeners? And if so, where?
1: I can give my Tumblr. Okay. I yeah, my Instagram is much more just for me, but my Tumblr I can list because I always like making new friends and I always get really excited when I get new followers. Um, so that's uh, should I just say it now? Mm-hmm. Okay. So my Tumblr is dearest dash sunshine. I think it's sunshine. I'm forgetting my own username.
0: It's okay, Jessie forgot her own Twitter handle in her second episode.
2: <laughs> and then maybe again in <laughs> another episode, to be perfectly honest.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, it's Dearest-Sunshine. Um, and uh, I'm there, Tumblr. I'm really gay, and I usually post about... I just call them my boys because I love them. Um, I post about them, and then I also just post about other cool things that I find. So, yeah, hit me up there. I need more friends.
2: <laughs> awesome. Oh, also your okay. Spotify handle, if you're okay sharing that, too.
1: Oh, yes. Um, my Spotify handle. That's linked in my Instagram. Huh. Um, pulling it up. So, most, I have a bunch of public playlists, but those are mostly, like, my personal ones that have a ton of K-pop on them. Because, why not? But my uh, Twitter or Spotify handle is, it's Kaylee Cookie, I think, with a K, because I'm
2: unique. <laughs> also, the, the, the gesture that you just did was also pretty great. <laughs> Thank you.
0: All one word.
1: Yeah, so Kaylee, K-O-O-K-I-E. And I can send you the link, too. Okay. So
0: But isn't it kooky if it's spelled with a K? <laughs> Sorry. We don't
1: talk about 6th grade me coming up with DJ names. <laughs> okay. Literally, one of my worst regrets was making this account when I was in 6th grade and holding on to it n- until now.
0: I feel you. It's okay. We all... Someday you'll be 30 and you'll be making fun of your your online names Oh, everyone. I'm I'm
1: already making fun of it. Like
0: who the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's rough. Okay. Cool. So thank you for listening to The Gaily Prophet. You can find us on the internet on Instagram and Facebook at The Gaily Prophet. You can find us at thegailyprophet.com where you can buy our merch for 13% off for all of Pride month because 13 is a witch number and Pride is gay, and so are we. (laughs) So go to our website, support queer media, buy our merch. Um, Even if you don't want to buy our merch, I just was looking at our merch earlier today and was like, oh, the descriptions I wrote of our merch, they're very good. (laughs) So you should just go (laughs) read the descriptions (laughs) of our merch. Uh, but the promo code is queer, which is all caps, one word. That'll also be on the like banner on our website. Um, what's up, Kaylee?
1: I have a quick PSA: This Pride, don't buy from corporations that are selling queer merch. Buy from your local queer companies because they're actually gay and they're not doing it just to profit off of the LGBT community. So do that instead of buying from Target. Although Converse has really good gay chucks, but still.
0: Yeah, maybe Jesse and I will even hold back from shopping at Target for gay things. We I do love their price Target of a Target, I'm
1: sorry. Episode,
0: <laughs> and we've been made fun of by multiple people already.
1: If you're like going to buy from queer cor- or corporations, then do a background check. Make sure that they're not actually homophobic and are using this to just profit off of the gay name.
0: You are an American hero. Um, so yeah, support queer media by gay owl merch slash trans Hagrid merch slash um, all of our goofy postcards. You can also support us by becoming a Patreon subscriber where apparently... You're going to get access to Jesse's fanfic. Uh, I'm holding her to that. I'm going to start posting a fanfic like once every two weeks. Oh my god. Uh, um, it's going to be fantastic.
2: Most of it, honestly, is uh, Buffy and Angel fanfiction. So really, this is for those overlap fans who love buffering. It's
0: also for fans of Jesse. <laughs> like it's not even about what the universe you're writing about yes
2: please peer into my weird psyche to see all of the really weird fan fiction that i have written over the past like 10 years
0: it's gonna be so good i'm so excited (laughs) so go to patreon.com slash become a subscriber support queer media make it so that we're not spending money to make this podcast anymore (laughs) even if you would just Cover the costs of making the <laughs> podcast. We would be so happy and grateful. Great. Okay.
2: Right. Uh, it's your
0: turn to do something, Jesse. Yes. I don't
2: know what. Uh, if you want to just uh, you know know what I'm doing in between episodes. I'm on Twitter at Jesse underscore Detroit, and I'm on Instagram at Live from Detroit. And if you pay extra money, you can know where I'm at on AO three give us your money your <laughs> <Finger laughs> guns give us give me your money
1: <laughs> give me the bisexual finger guns
2: yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: shit, <I> <laughs> that's called bisexual enthusiasm
1: <sighs> i fell in the bathroom last night three times I was trying to take a video of my cat, and I was wearing fuzzy socks, and I slipped, and I ended up doing the splits. Oh, no!
0: <laughs> I mean, haven't we all, like, had a disastrous, like, I have to nail this shot moment for ten?
2: Yeah, definitely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so you can find me on the internet at that's larkmalakai.com, that's L-A-R-K-M-A-L-A-K-A-I dot com. You can learn about all the various things that I do, many of which are gay, including transgender competency, inclusivity, whatever you want to use. Uh, trainings for healthcare providers where you can nominate healthcare providers of any variety dentist, doctor, Reiki practitioner, acupuncturist, you name it. I will teach them how to use pronouns and, like, how to be respectful and how to refer to your body without being super fucked up. It's gonna be great. So, you should definitely do that. Also, I just started offering gender processing specific coaching sessions through my healing work because I have decided that the things that I end up doing with people a lot, I should just like be like, hey, this is a thing that I do a lot. So um, you can check that out, too. And you can find me on Instagram at Lark Malachi and at Radical Healer.
2: The music in our theme was by Kevin McLeod, and the cover art and all of the beautiful episode comics were created by Theo Julian Forrester, um, good friend of the pod. So uh, check out their information in the show notes and also buy some of uh, the prints of Theo's beautiful work. Yes.
0: Uh, And just really quick to anyone who for some reason still isn't following us on socials, we are, because we're not doing regular episodes this month we're like becoming a Harry Potter meme account for pride.
2: Oh fuck it. As yeah. it should be.
0: <laughs> I have made so many memes in the last week. Um I wounded Snape apologist Jesse very deeply.
2: Yes, uh, you should sure, be sure did. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you forgiving Snape? He's an I, asshole. Is, Thank you, Kaylee. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I know that and I feel a deep shame about it, but I'm also like You took his
1: anger out on Harry because he like had this weird obsession with Harry's mom. He sure
2: did. <laughs> I can't have Yeah, that's And you took it out on Neville. Neville hasn't done anything wrong. Yeah, that's pretty shitty. Neville is such a peach of a child. So protect Neville. Um <laughs> Fucks me.
0: (laughs) Kaylee, thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Follow us on socials so that you can see all of our wonderful memes. Also, just remember that we're still doing our uh, sticker giveaway. We only need 19 more reviews. Cool. On iTunes, Facebook, or uh, Spotify are all acceptable places to leave those reviews.
2: Uh, yeah, you should tell all your friends about our podcast because word of mouth is really the best way that people listen to new podcasts, especially since we are not famous, so people don't know who we are and we don't have a built-in following. So tell your friends, tell those cute folks to meet at Pride, tell your enemies, <laughs> tell, <laughs> tell whoever you want to listen to us. Uh, we would greatly appreciate that. Yes,
0: and share our memes on social media because that'll be very, very helpful. Until next time. Be gay, do crime.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I hate bi erasure, but I'm totally okay with Peter erasure.